Hi, my name is Dr. Patricia Morogami. Welcome to your next best self. I know you might be wondering, who's this Dr. Patricia Morogami? Well, I'm a leadership catalyst, a leadership coach, an educator on matters to do with life, leadership, love, and legacy. And I hope that as you start to listen in and practice some of the leadership insights we'll be sharing here, you'll begin to see your next best self. Welcome back to your next best self podcast with me, Dr. Patricia Morogami. One of the things that I've been thinking about over the last couple of months is the idea of who are you inviting to your table? I think a lot has been said about getting to the table from a leadership perspective, about moving forward, about bringing your seat to the table, about making your presence felt at the table. But today I want to speak about who have you given the privilege and meddling rights of being at your table. And you see, this whole idea of being at your table, what do I actually mean? I mean the people who you trust, the people who you share your ideas with, the people who get um, insights and share them with you, the ones who, in a sense, influence the way you think. Uh, a couple of years ago, I remember thinking about a project that I really wanted to do. And, you know, it is said that when God gives you a dream, He's also going to give you the resources and ideas and insights to achieve it. And so I am a true believer of that. Unfortunately, in the excitement of being youthful, I remember sharing the fact that I wanted to do that particular project with someone who really had not earned the right to be at my table. And so I remember mentioning, oh, you know, I'm planning to do this and I'm going to um, get it to the market and launch it in a couple of weeks. And I remember he told me, what? You can't do it. Which day is today? And uh, you're thinking of uh, launching when? Uh, next, next month. Next month is already here. And I remember looking back and feeling a little disappointed with myself more than with him because I had invited him to my table unknowingly without him having earned the right to be there. That said, because I'm not a quitter, I decided, ah, this person thinks that I can't do it. Let me look at objectively what are the challenges that could come my way to ensure that we don't really launch what we are about to launch. And I took his criticism as a positive challenge and that helped me move forward. But I'm very aware that sometimes people will tell you things that will kill your dreams. They're called dream thieves. And what happens is that at the end of the day, you think that you can't be who you are created to be. So a couple of insights here on how you can ask yourself on this Mashuja day, which is a day where we honor those who have sat at our tables figuratively, virtually, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, physically, financially, and have helped us rise. I want you to do this homework. I want you to think about the people who have helped you grow in any of these areas. If you read my book, Rise, I talk about the five-finger unapologetic self-care, physical well-being, mental intellectual well-being, emotional well-being, spiritual well-being, and financial well-being. I'd like you to draw your hand, as I indicate, right there in the book. And I want you to ask yourself, who are the people 
who you have invited to your table to help you grow in each of those five areas. I've been in business full-time for a couple of years now, and today I'm going to definitely speak to a number of people who have really helped me move forward in ways I wouldn't have done if I didn't have them at my table. You see, people who have earned the right to be at your table hopefully have your best interests at heart, even if they may tell you some bitter truths that no one else will have the courage to tell you. Those who have earned the right to be at your table keep checking in to find out how you're doing, how you're moving forward with those specific goals. Those who have earned the right to be at your table look around for opportunities that may help you and they share them with you. Those who have earned the right to be at your table realize that their networks are not for their own sake, but are used to really help many other people and then they become net worth. Those who've earned the right to be at your table are discreet about your dreams. They keep them to themselves. They pray about them. They support them. They don't go out sharing your deep secrets and your discreet ideas out there to the wind for anyone to hear and to see. Those who have earned the right to be at your table are truly disinterested in your growth in the sense that they will not gain anything from your growth. But what they then do is they give of themselves because their interest is actually in you becoming the person you are created to be. I just tweeted that if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. It is true. If you are surrounded with people at your table who are only telling you, oh, you're the best. Oh, you know what? You can do it. Oh, you know what? No one else gives us such ideas. People who only tell you, yes, yes, yes. You're surrounded with psychophants. And I know that very many leaders are surrounded with psychophants at work. You know why? Because people revere power, number one. Number two, because the leader themselves become so accustomed to power, they never want to hear that which is not working. They never want to hear feedback on how they are not growing, on how they are working in ways that they shouldn't. You know, I'm reminded many, many years ago, I worked in a space where I had a boss who really used to shout. And, and I realized that sometimes when you are a leader, people don't have the courage to tell you. And he would shout and paralyze others who you know, had made a mistake, you know, and it was a pretty young team. So, of course, the mistakes were going to happen because they are learning. And um, I was a little older. And so I remember thinking to myself, if I was in his shoes, I would want someone to tell me that my shouting is having the negative effect. Instead of catalyzing people to do their work well, instead, I'm making them get paralyzed. They're not learning the lesson. And as a result, the performance is actually going downwards rather than up. And I remember sitting with him and telling him, I, I'm not sure whether anyone has mentioned this to you, but when you lose your temper about some of these things, which I know you feel are obvious to the team, what happens is they get paralyzed. And I think I had gotten to the point where, um, you know, he had welcomed me to his table, despite the fact that I knew he wouldn't take my feedback well. And, and I remember telling him that, and, and for me, I wasn't afraid because I felt it's the right thing to do and it's the leadership burden and blessing and responsibility that leaders need to have to help each other wherever they are. And he initially was justifying, defensive, and I knew that that's the human, that's the human nature of just responding to the first response. 
And then he said, okay, I'll think about it. And the second day he came back and told me, you know what? I want to thank you so much for telling me the truth. I mean, I've come this far and I've been shouting all my life. I mean, 50 plus years. And no one has ever told me that, you know, my shouting is actually having the opposite effect. Thank you so much, despite it having been a difficult correction for me to take. And I learned something about humility and I learned something about the courage to give that correction, the courage to receive it with humility, and more importantly, the action you take when you receive feedback. And so I want to challenge you leaders today, parents, um, how are you ensuring that those who you invite to your table are actually telling you the truth. The psychophancy, the social media space where people are always looking for likes and, you know, all sorts of positive comments or the extreme where you find that people are so negative about everything that's happening and so critical and cynical. I think we need to get to the happy median where we get balanced feedback, we give balanced feedback, and we also at the same time celebrate others who are continuing to do things that you know they had aimed to do and hopefully are raising the human spirit. So today, do your homework. It's Mashuja Day here in Kenya, October the 20th, 2021. Mashuja means heroes, those who've gone ahead of us to open the path. And if you have people who've told you they're the smartest person in the room, stay here. I want to challenge you to ask yourself, if you stay in the room where you're the smartest one in the room, how are you growing? Unless you're mentoring others, it still doesn't mean that you're the smartest. Those people are looking to receive some feedback from you, some insights from you. And as a result, if they're your reverse mentors, they will tell you things that you'd never have known. So today, ask yourself, have I thanked those heroes who've helped me grow, who've sat at my table, whether I welcomed them or not, they actually were there as a teacher, as a mentor, as a coach, as a good friend, as sisters, as brothers, spouses, children, bosses, colleagues, anyone who in one way or the other, when you look back at 2021 and the years before, has helped you become your next best self. Without further ado, I wish you the very best in that homework. Write to us on our LinkedIn and tell us how did it go when you thanked those who've been at your table. And then recalibrate and ask yourself, who really deserves to be at my table now? Maybe you need to do an audit. Maybe you need to let others who've been sitting at your table go because their time at your table has expired and your wings have actually grown for you to fly and move to the next level. Thank them internally, but be very mindful of who you choose to sit at your table. I wish you the very, very best as you become your next best self. As a final note, I want to share with all of you, because many of you are voting, many of you are sharing our podcast, that the Pulse Awards were held. We did not become number one. But you know what? I have a winning mindset. Together with my team, we are so excited. We actually feel like we are number one. You know why? Because the award wasn't really the thing. Actually, to be nominated and the fact that our podcast got to be heard across the globe by people who had never heard about your next best self podcast with me, Dr. Patricia Morogami, that is the real win. When I look at the emails 
and the tweets and the LinkedIn insights and our website insights that people have shared with us on how this podcast has helped them and how they're sharing and discussing it with their friends. The relationship one was shared and discussed with by couples, by those who are about to get married. The leadership one has been discussed by teams and exco teams, the family ones, the self-personal growth ones. People are reflecting on them as they do their exercise, they take their walks. I am beyond humbled and honored. Truly, we are the winners. And truly, together with you, my team, and everyone else who's been part and parcel of this very fun activity of voting and challenging ourselves to do our very best, together, we are truly a force for good. So I want to thank each and every one of you. And I want to encourage you, despite the obstacles you may be facing right now, rise up. Rise up and shine and become your next best self. Give us your insights on other topics you'd like us to share with you on this podcast so that this podcast continues to be of a lot of meaning to you and your networks. Have a great Mashuja day. Have a great last week of October. Remembering your goals on how you can become your next best self and being wise about who you choose to invite to your table. Thank you.